Here we go. Shnayim Oksin Betalis. This is a famous, uh, famous Gemara above Mencia. Um, two people lay claim to the same thing. So again, previously we talked about damages and we talked about stealing. Um, sometimes it's not so clear who the owner is. What do you do? There's two people claiming the same garment. Now, even though it says talus, it doesn't mean, a talus doesn't have to be, a, you know, with tzitzis and everything. It could just mean a garment. It was called a talus. So there's two people, oxen betalus. And uh, it's the, the, the word, it's, they're, they're both holding the, uh, each one is, is, is gripping onto the whole thing. We had before that usually you like to leave something where it is. In other words, whoever has it, they got possession. But over here, they're both equally fighting over it. The Omar. So then the question is, why should it be yours? Uh, what's the argument? So this one says, I found it. I, I, it, was, it was here. It was ownerless. I found it. The Omar Anima. The guy says, what do you mean you found it? I found it. The Omar. Well, maybe they both found it. Maybe they should split it. No, each one says, cool, it's all mine. The Omar, cool, And this one says, it's all mine. So uh, what do we do? So um, we have a famous rule that we see more and more. And we had sometime when people are each one has an equal claim, you split it, right? So we're going to split it over here. But uh, how do we know that somebody's not lying? How do we know that uh, somebody found it? So what we're going to see is this: if somebody worked hard and they acquired it, it could be that you would go and take it away from him, that's stealing. You know, we have that ingrained in us. That would be an unusual chutzpah. You know, the, the world gets destroyed from people that take things that belong to others. That person worked hard for that. How dare you go and steal it? So most of us, Baruch Hashem, wouldn't do that. But what if somebody just finds something? He gets lucky and he finds it. So why should he find it? I want to find it. Why should that be his? What right did he, does he have to it more than me? So he was a little closer to it, and he grabbed it. Well, I got there quickly, and I grabbed it too. So uh, what, we, what happens is when there's something that's a find, people have a bigger yetahara to steal it because they, the other guy didn't work hard for it. He didn't create it. He just went and picked it up so I could pick it up too. And who said he has more rights than me? And who said... So each one wants to claim uh, there were concerned that here our honest person who would never steal, but that's if it's really his and he created it. But if there's a find, Hashem wants, you know, who, who better to find it than me? Why should he be the one to find it? I want to be the one to find it. So therefore, the rabbis instituted that in order to keep people from making up stories, uh, you swear. It's almost like if you, if you say, I found cash, you know, I found something. So anybody lost? All of a sudden, a lot of people lost money. You know, what's going on there? Because people, well, somebody lost, you know, well, I, I lost money once in my life or whatever. I, you know, he found it. Why shouldn't I be the one uh, to get it? Uh, somehow that's a, uh, people, uh, they're giving away freebies. You'd be surprised that, you know, you go to Costco. I'm amazed. Like, you know, the people that look like wealthy, dignified, they want to eat a sample. You know, to us, it's because not most of the time it's not kosher, and you don't like. But you look at the and, and you try to understand, like, 
you know, they're hungry. Like, did you eat breakfast? You know, but there's free food. It's free lunch. It's free lunch, right? So if you have free food, you'd be amazed at what that does psychologically to people. They were some, you know, free food. That's a, people want to give a sheer. They offer, free, maybe we should offer, you know, for Dafiomi, you know, we'll, you know, we'll fill the place, right? That's the, uh, um, the, uh, so uh, psychologically, this is free. So people will grab it. But if they have to swear it's theirs, maybe they'll back down. So they, uh, and we'll get to who really owns it. The per- who are you willing to swear in court that it's yours, that you got there first? So we make each one swear. So Zeh Yeshava. Now, uh, it's really a discussion in the Gemara, why, why the particular, uh, why don't you just swear it's yours? So we're going to see that if each one swears it's theirs, they swear by Hashem's holy name that this is theirs, we're, we're going to be hearing a lie told. Because <laughs> it can't be both of theirs. So, and we're not even going to give them the whole thing. So we don't make them swear for more than they're going to get. So since each one's going to get half, we make them swear that each one is at least entitled to half. So, Now, the other, on the other hand, they can't swear that it's half theirs because each one is actually claiming it's all theirs. So the way they swear is they swear that they're at least entitled to half. This one swears that the amount that I have is at least half. Whatever you're going to give me, I, I guarantee you it belongs to me. What, what would be the purpose of the swear, of the oath? In case he's not even entitled to half, he just decided there's free money over here, so I'm going to grab it. And so if he has to swear, well, wait a second, maybe I don't want to take Hashem's name, you know. So he would be less likely to... To steal if he has to swear. That's half right. instead of whole? Well, once... Um, no, no, he'll he'll take a, he'll take it all for free, or he'll take half for free. But we, if we make him swear, maybe he won't. He'll pull back and say, "No, no, I don't want to do. It. I guess I didn't get First there." First lesson, though, would he be more apt to pull back, only having to swear on half of it as being held? Oh whole? no! I don't see the difference between those two. Um, no, just swear that he, he no either way, he's not going to swear if he made up the story. He, if he has to swear, so he's going to hold back. The only all thing right. is, once we make him swear. We're not going to make him swear it's all mine because we're, it, we're not going to give him the whole thing. And so we don't want to have like a lie in court. We don't want to have one person getting up there in the name of Hashem, the whole thing is mine. The other in the name of Hashem, the whole thing is oh, mine. Oh, 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 I see, okay, okay. So this way, each one is swearing is half there, so it doesn't... Um, maybe some, oh, I see, I see. Yes, exactly. That, that's what the Gemara is going to get is maybe, maybe they both got there at the same time and maybe it's both theirs, but... They have the, like an obvious lie or a blatant. It's not blatant. blatant. It's not blatant. blatant. That's exactly yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. That's we're, it. Very good. We're getting ahead. Yeah. So what if it's like 60-40 then, let's say? <laughs> You're right. So it's it's like very smooth here. Like what if one guy's holding three? Um, it, it's host, Bali Tosas talk about some of those cases. Yeah, you could uh, have it if three people were doing it, and then each should swear 33%. Right, right, that'd right. That's right. That, that'd be the same. But uh, just to, I think just to keep it simple, we, we, we're doing half. Yeah, they split it. Okay, next case. Um, one of them says, the whole thing is mine. I don't even know what this other guy is doing. And the other guy says, well, some of it's yours, but he's only claiming half. So the one that's claiming the whole thing is his. He swears that I have at least three quarters. But Omer Chetzishli, the one that swears that I have half, Yeshavu She'en Lo Pachas Merivi, he says I have at least a quarter. 
See, once he admits the other guy is half, we take that off the table. That's the other guy's half. So they're only arguing about half of the talus. So we, we split the half they're arguing. So one guy has half plus the half that they're arguing about is three quarters. And the other guy gets, is only arguing about half. He gets half of his claim. He gets one coin. This one takes three quarters. This one takes one quarter. Similar case. Two people come into court. So either they're both riding the same animal. Each one jumped on the back of this animal. Or one of them was riding and one of them was leading the horse. And this one says, this is my animal. And the other one says, no, it's all mine. So the same halacha. This one swears that I, I own at least half. I own at least half. And they split it. You're going to have to sell the animal and cut it. The truth is with the garment also, you can't cut the garment in half. What's half a talus worth? You have to sell it and split the money or get one buys out the other. Uh, so, now, if, if when the other one says, oh, I got to swear, or, or I, I admit, you know, that half is yours, so uh, if they both admit, so then you don't need to swear, then you can divide without the oath. Understand? Yeah. Go, go, going back to the last case, for the one who says that half is mine, mm-hmm. why do we make him swear? We have a principle of Migo. We should say that I, he could have said it's all his, but he said that half is his, and there's half here, so why don't we just... Why don't we believe him that half is his, and he shouldn't have to take an oath? And then the other guy, if he's claiming all of it, then I guess he needs to take an oath. Um, so Richard's asking, he's saying the guy that's admitting that, uh, saying that it's only half his, if he's really a liar, he could have said the whole thing was his, and we would have given him half. That's true. He's saying that then they both could say that. The other guy could also say that. Uh, right. So if they, the first case is saying that, that the whole thing is theirs, so they're fighting over it. If they each say that half is theirs, then then we, we have that principle. They should believe. They should believe him, and then it's that's they don't have to swear. But it's not going to add up to hundred percent. Sure, it is. Fifty and fifty is hundred. Either one could say that, that you know I could have said that I could have said that, as opposed to one of them saying it and what stops the second one from doing the same thing. So that's it sounds like it wouldn't work for me. Does the guy have more credibility because he says, if I wanted to lie, I couldn't I have made up a better story, or I could have said I could have asked for more. So. But uh, what we're saying, Peter, say that the other guy also could have said, "I could have, I could have asked for more, or I could have admitted." Um, I have to think about it. it it's it's really the the concept of migu. They have whole books written on migu when it works, when it doesn't work. And uh, um, I, I I looked real quickly to see if I could find it in Tosus here. I didn't see that it's asked, but it, it sounds familiar. That, let's have to do some more research on that, that subject, of the Migu subject. That's a whole, um, but that's an interesting, I was, can you, the, why wouldn't you say this guy is being honest? He's admitting that the other guy has half. But does that really, does, does a, um, well, each one has possession here too. Does a Migu help when the other person has possession? 
Well, I could have made up another claim, but what do you mean? I'm holding on to the whole thing. <laughs> so can, does your claim, it, Migu helps in absence of other things, but will it help to take it away from the other guy? That's also part of the question. But it, it, we'll have to see if we're, if we're Migu's going to come up some more. Uh, let's take a do look they, at this. Do they, really, do they really have to hold on to it the whole yes, time? Yes, yeah. Uh, well, I guess until they get to Basin. Like, what happens in the middle of the guy talking, the other guy gives a shove, so it's all fine. Right? At, at what point do we say freeze? Okay, let's, uh, let's hold on to it. Because uh, they talk about that. The, the, the Mishnah says Oksin means like they're, they're coming to court. They're both pulling. You know, They're both holding on the whole thing over here. Um, let's t- actually, let's do Rashi first. Top line in Rashi. Shnaim Oksen Metales, Davka Oksen. Specifically, our case is they're both they're both grabbing it. The Shneya Muksakimba. Each one holds the Ain Koyakbo Yoser Neither one is stronger. There's no reason to believe one over the other. Now, had one of them had it, Levado, if one of them had it and the other guy's saying, I got it first, Ida you would have to bring witnesses. That it's yours. You can't even swear it. Basically, if one had possession, possession is nine tenths of the law. Like if the other guy was holding, but Ark Mishnah was neither one had possession. Either neither one or both. Kind of, they both, neither one had one over the other guy. I think that's the way Rashi once says. One of them is not any stronger than the other one. Tosos. So Tosos wants to know what's this doing here? Why are we starting off uh, in this case uh, of division? Satosus wants to know what's it doing here. Uh, and that's, this is, uh, it's almost like the same Baltosus in every Masechta wants to know, how do we get here? You know, what, 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 that's always a reasonable question. How do, how do we change the subject? Where, what are we doing discussing this? Satosus answers. So you almost have to know that Tosus was asking the question and now Tosus begins the answer. The question is, why fight about a talus? I thought we're talking about, you know, oxen goring each other. How do we get here with a talus? So he says, I need the One of the last subjects that we had in Baba Kama was Machlokas Nisara Nagra Balabais, the carpenter and the owner of the, uh, the, the, the one who hires the carpenter are fighting about the materials, the leftover materials. Over there, if they use the plane, the carpenter can keep the small pieces that come out of the plane. But if they use the kshil, they use the bigger utensils so that the pieces of wood are a little bit bigger. So we see people are fighting over who gets to keep the various things. So the, the previous Mishnah was talking about how to divide when different people are arguing it's theirs. So we're, we're talking about dividing things. People, people different people have claimed, the worker says, uh, you know, I, I'm allowed to keep those pieces. And the owner says, no, I, those belong to me. I paid for them. So here also, the Mishnah here is just continuing the theme of how to divide when two people claim the same thing. But what do you mean? Uh, the uh, this is a different mesechta, and so why should it? Uh, there's no order in the Mishnah uh, to. Uh, uh, there's no set reason that our our mesechta has to follow. Was learned right after the other mesechta. 
So there is an opinion if you say that they're the same Masechta. So then that's why this continues off that. It's got to be a perfect continuation because it's really one long Bubba. We're just learning Bubba. Not, you know, Bubba is one big Bubba. But, the, uh, but there is an opinion that it's not the same Masechta. So uh, if that's true, then why would one continue the other? He says, That's if you have two Mishnayas. Uh, first, you have two opinions, and then you seem to quote it one way, and so you bring a proof that that must be how we came out in the end. Lefisha Rebbe lo lo made Rebbe didn't always learn in chronological order. Ella talmidim. Tosa says a very interesting thing that basically the students, what the students wanted to learn, that's what they discussed that day. They'd have a, a you know, what do you want to learn today, guys? You know, and so. Um, it's really an interesting rule. You would have said it depends on the teacher, uh, but he says Rebbe did it based on what the students wanted to learn. And it's really, it's very important that you learn what you want to learn, what you have. Um, uh, we, we, the bracha for learning Torah, we talk that Torah should be sweet. It's really a person should try to get learning that he enjoys. Because if you enjoy it, there's the best chance that it'll go in and you'll learn it. And uh, um, it's a... Uh, I once, uh, when I was, um, uh, when I was, uh, one of my first jobs was I, I was an assistant rabbi and I ran like a night seder. And one of the ideas that they had with assistant rabbi was that some people, they don't like classes. Classes, it's easy to fall asleep in. It, it's really, you need very strong people that have tolerance, you know, to sit through a class, you know, and the, especially there's this idea like we're older, we're too old for classes, you know, like the, so when you learn one-on-one, it's much easier to, uh, to focus on things. But some people, they don't like Gemara. Some people, they don't like their... Or not they don't like. They're more interested in... So if you pick... The, the, my goal was to find something that would interest the person to the point where he liked it. And usually you can find that one-on-one. In other words, somebody wants to study uh, mysticism and somebody else wants to study Rambam and someone else wants to study... Uh, you. But a person should look for that thing. He shouldn't just say, well, I don't like learning so much. It's not for me. It's not. No, we believe that there is a certain area of Torah where every person, you know, uh, can enjoy it. You know, find, uh, if you find the right teacher, it's amazing what, um, uh, what, what, you know, that every person, wow, that's, that, was, that, was, that was interesting. I enjoyed that, you know, like that's really uh, what you have to encourage people because like I said some people, oh, it's, it's boring, it's not for me, it's not... Maybe you didn't learn the right subject, and maybe you didn't learn it with the right teacher or one-on-one. You got to go. So, but that's what Tosas is saying. You got to. They, the Rebbe learned what the students wanted. But once they put the things together, they did it in order. There has to be a reason why one masechta came after the other. It's not so random if they're learning one. There has to be connected, like it says in Shuas. So, and the Gemara asked that in Sota. So, Tosis is justifying why we have to explain why the, this theme connects to the theme in, in Baba Kama. Because even if there's no order, <coughs> that's within the, um, what they learned on an individual day. But once you put them together, he would put them together in a, in a sequential way. So, that's, why, that's how it connects. Okay, let's see the Gemara. Lamali, the Misnis, the Omranid. The Mishnah seems to use an extra expression here. There's extra words here. So the Mishnah must be coming to tell us something. 
Why does the mission have to say, I found it? And the other guy says, I found it. This one says it's all mine. Why don't we make it easier? And again, one of the styles of the Mishnah was to learn in the most um, uh, non-wasteful way. Like they didn't add extra words. That, that, um, if you learn Rashi, like you learned that, like Rashi was so succinct, he used he managed to not waste the word so much so that if there's an extra word, everybody goes to town. Why did he throw that word in there? Uh, but so too, certainly the Mishnah, why would the Mishnah have to say it? Why the, the, each, This one said this, this one said that, this one said this. Why didn't it just list me? Let it list it as one case. I found it and it's all mine. So listen on or, or the listen and let it say I found it and I know even more than that it shouldn't even have to say coolishly I know if you said I found it it means I'm there first it's all mine so what what's going on over here in the Mishnah what is the Mishnah the Mishnah seems to indicate that there's more going on so the more answers Itana I mean if it only said I found it so. What does it mean? What's his claim that I found it? Havamina, I would have thought, my mitzvah, what does it mean I found it? Re'isi, I saw it first. Um, sometimes people think that they're entitled to it because they're the one who saw it. Now, it may be you saw it first, but at the end of the day, it's the one that controls it first that actually acquires it. So if it just said, I found it, I would have thought... It means a person is claiming, I saw it first, and that makes me entitled. Even though he didn't actually pick it up, maybe that's enough if you see it. Maybe seeing is believing. If you saw it first, it's yours. That's why the Mishnah says, no, it's all mine, meaning that I'm holding on to the whole thing. It's not enough to see it. Uh, so Gumara says, well, could I have really thought that? That would I have thought the word finding means just seeing? Doesn't the word find? I found it. What is it? When you say you found it, do you mean, oh, I saw it in the distance? Or mean I picked it up? So Ha'amar Revinoi, Revinoi is not Ravina, it's another rabbi, his name is Revinoi. The word finding means you grabbed it. So why would I have said, I found it, means I see it? So the more answers in, yeah, I agree with you. When a verse mentions finding, it means you found it, you picked it up. But that's, that's technically in the, in the literal sense, if you see it in scripture, it means I, I, I grabbed it, I, it's in my hands. But Tani Lishna the Almanachit, we're talking about how people talk. And people, when they see something, they say, oh, I found it. Alpha Gafjalo Even though it's, it, they didn't get it yet, I still might have thought that the way people think, since I saw it first, it's mine. Kids talk that way. I saw it first. So, Tani Kulishali, that's why the Mishnah says it's all mine. That seeing it doesn't make it yours. So, that's why the Mishnah says Kulishali, meaning, and I picked up the thing first. Because uh, otherwise, you might have thought that the claim alone that I saw it makes it mine. I've listened coolishly. So then let's skip the finding it. Let's just say I got the thing first. Below, boy, and, the, and you don't have to say I found it. So the more said, if I said it's all mine, have me and I'll be tiny, Mr. Sia. 
But then I would have thought in the other cases where it says I found it, there it means I saw it. Therefore, it put the two together. I found it, and then Kula Shali to tell you how do you find it by picking it up. The Mishnah used an extra word, the Berea Lokani, to tell you that seeing alone doesn't make it yours. It's very nice that you discovered it, you saw it, but that, that's not a Kenyan. In, in order for it to be yours, you have to actually pick it up. That's what we want to say. That's really the answer. We use these two expressions together to saying that finding, which the word finding in Hebrew sometimes means I saw it first, but really if you just see it, that doesn't make it yours. It has to be you see it and you went over and you picked it up. Mm-hmm. I just add to this, um, there is the principle that the way one acquires something, make a kinyan, is that you have to lift it up. So we know that independently. So you can ask the question, why Why does the Mishnah have to say these extra words if we already know that to uh, be mocked is something, you have to pick it up. Let's look at the second tosos from the bottom. So Richard is asking, what, very good, what's the havamina that seeing it is yours? Second Tosus is telling you, no, seeing doesn't make it yours. It, apparently, there's a Gemara, Abayas Aliyah, that's coming up, Habata Behefker. It says that if there's something that's ownerless and you examine it, you look at it, we say that seeing makes it yours. I saw it. I, I was looking at it. Uh, right? You're at the, there's something there and you're, you're examining it. So that sounds like seeing works. So he says, no, actually, he had to do something. He had to do, seeing alone really is not enough at all. Even though it sounds like seeing does something, uh, what about being, seeing means like you go over to it and you stare at it. Does it have to be that you're like having a tug at it, like to pick it up? Or is it enough if you're like going and you're looking at it closely? Um, Something like that. I, I'm just pointing out that, that you might have thought that somehow seeing it first makes it yours. Um, the, um, it's interesting. In this week's Parsha, they talk about why Moshe Rabbeinu had to come down with the tablet. Just leave him there. What, what did he have to... It's almost like, let me go. I got to see this. You know, until he saw it, he wasn't going to... Uh, didn't you believe Hashem? Hashem said uh, they're doing a golden calf. Moshe, no. <laughs> I, you know, I got to go check this out. So, like, what's going on over there? Like, the, uh, he had to see it. So, some people say that he was convinced that it wasn't the way it appeared, that they really weren't into it. You know, maybe they, you know, sometimes people, they, yeah, you know, people. But then what he saw, what he saw was that they were, what he saw, they were, like, happy and gleeful. Then he said, uh-oh. Or in trouble like that. It's the word, you know. So he was hoping that it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as it seemed, so to speak. Some people. It's a discussion, really, what what's going on in the parsha. But um, there's uh, seeing is very real. Like uh, when if you're an owner of something, you look at it first, you see it. Maybe seeing is some type of action. Uh, but kamashmon is not. But Richard's pointing out a good thing that we don't really find that seeing usually acquires something. Uh, but I was just trying to show you that Tosa says there's a case that you might have thought that it is. Okay, back to Gemara. Um, could you have said that it was really one case? 
we're saying that it's really one case, but it's using two words to tell you how did he find it? It wasn't just seeing it. But it doesn't fit the words. It says this one and this one. In other words, this answer that we mentioned, a double expression to tell you that seeing alone doesn't do the trick, that he's got to see it and pick it up, that still implies it's only one case. And we feel like it, the wording seems to imply there's two cases going on here, not the same case. So therefore, this answer, we don't like. So, Omar Papa, Yitamir Sinbarashi, Omar Lekadi. Kadi is the person's name. Resha uh, Bamitsiya, he wants to say that there's two cases here. One case is where you found it, and another case is where you bought it. In other words, one you, uh, that really the Mishnah is not talking about one case, it's talking about two cases. In both cases, they're arguing who found it first and who bought it first. So, but why would you need two cases? Two people are fighting, they're both equal, they split it, and each one swears. What, what's the difference whether they, how, uh, what, what, the argument is how they got it, what made it theirs? Did you find it? Did you buy it? Why would one be different than the other? So the more answers as we turn the page. If you only talked about it, finding how the you know what? When you find something, the rabbis made you take the oath. Because even a person who would never dream of stealing, he would think about stealing a find. The Mora, he permits himself and he says, He's not going to lose anything if I decide that I'm going to take it. I'm going to grab it and then I'll have to split it with me. Why shouldn't he? He didn't work for it. He just found it. So let him split it with me. What's the matter with him? Of course he should be thinking of giving me what he found. <laughs> Why shouldn't he split it with me? It's not terrible of me to go and want him to share the wealth. But if he's talking about buying the lech there's, you know, there's, no, uh, there's no reason. If he bought it, he shouldn't share it with me. So therefore I would have thought maybe um, people won't do it and, uh, unless they're telling the truth. Maybe they don't have to swear. If I talked about buying and selling, over there, they make him take an oath. Just like he's going to pay for it, listen, I'm going to pay my half. So if I'm going to pay my half, nobody can call me a thief. Now, um, that... Uh, uh, now that it's um, did, let me, um, now that I need uh, to swear now that I need it and I'm going to pay for it I need this item and there was only one left let me have it uh, his his argument is this: what I'm doing isn't wrong because I'm paying. Has to now that I need it, Eshka let me be the one to take it, and he could go fly a kite. Let him go to the other shopping place and buy it. I'm not really doing something bad to him. I'm not stealing from him. I'm going to pay the full value. I'm just saying what happened was there was one left in the marketplace, and I wanted it, and he wanted it. And so even if he got there first, it doesn't matter. I'm going to pay for it. Let him go to the other shopping center. Ava Mitzia. But by the find, the Lekha Meimar Hachi, there's only one find to find. 
So maybe not. So therefore, you need both cases. Fine. So we tell you both cases where they're fighting over who found it first and who sold it first. Uh, and uh, each one, the psychology is a little different. So we needed to tell you that the halacha is the same. So now the Gemara has a question. You mean to tell me that one of the cases is they're arguing over who it was sold to. Why didn't you say see who has the receipt? Follow the money. See who paid. That's not a problem. Who did he take the money from? So Morris said, both of them put the money on the table. One did it and, and the owner accepted. And one of them just threw it down. We didn't know who got there first. They both put the cash on the table and said, mine, I got it, the last one for sale. So we don't know who, they, they both appear to be equal, like, but we know for a fact that really it only belongs to one, but we just don't know which one. Okay, fine. So that's why we have both cases, the case of them arguing about who bought and sold it first and who found it first. Now, the more has the question, is this Mishnah consistent with other Mishnayas? And so uh, the first question is, uh, it's funny, they, they learn Bav Metziah in the high school. That's like they teach kids, you know, kids are always like to fight over stuff. And, you know, so it's like one of the things they always learn. So like uh, for us, uh, you know, at that age, you have a rabbi whose name is Bananas. You know, that was like enough to, the kids, like, they couldn't read this with, like, a straight face. bananas. Bananas, but it didn't matter. To us, it was bananas. It was Rabbi Bananas. So let's say the mission doesn't go like Ben-Nanas. It's not like the Ben-Nanas. The E-Ben-Nanas, if it's like uh, the son of Nanas, Omar Ketzad, he said the following. He didn't like people both swearing. Ketzad, boy, they why make them both? Uh, uh, both of them swear, you're going to have somebody lying in... I mean, we don't want people to lie in court. That, that Taking a false oath is a terrible thing. So wouldn't Benanas, who doesn't use, like using, making them both swear, wouldn't he disagree with our Mishnah that you got to swear? So um, the, uh, the case of Benanas, let's take a quick look at Rashi here. Kebenanas, Mesechtashuas. It's the last thin line, Rashi. Over there, there's a storekeeper who has a ledger. Um, each one, what happened there is the, uh, the storekeeper would pay the workers. So uh, the worker claims he didn't get paid, and the storekeeper claims he did get paid. So uh, they come to court, uh, and each one swears. One of them is swearing I didn't get, and one is saying I did. So Omar Abayas Lechenveni, Tain Livnei, the, the owner t- says to the storekeeper, Tain livni chitim bedinner. He says, pay, Give my son chitim for a dinner and I'll pay you. Or lapolim, or the workers beselamosh, and I got to pay their wage and I'll pay you back. So, who Omar Nasati? The storekeeper says, I did what I paid your workers. But who Omar Lonatalti? And the workers said, No, we didn't collect. So they both are claiming from the owner. The storekeeper is saying, I paid, now reimburse me. And the workers are saying, I never got paid, so pay me. So both, over there, they both swear, and they both can collect from the balabais. So Ben Dana says, I don't like them both swearing. Somebody's lying here. So Ben Dana says, listen, they're both making a claim. Don't, don't make them swear false. Let, let each one just collect without an oath. So Ben Dana over there would maybe say the same thing here. Give each one half, but don't make them swear. So our Mishnah doesn't sound like Ben Nanas. So let's go back to the more. So Ben Nanas. So does our Mishnah not fit with Ben Namas? 
So, Ha'omer ketzer eila boinde shvusha. The Gemara answers a few bananas. No, really, that mission over there can fit with our mission over here. Ha'somvadi ikashvushav. Over there, somebody's for sure lying. Can't be all mine. Can't be all yours. Uh, over here, maybe they're not lying. Maybe they both got there exactly at the same moment. Maybe it's both of theirs. They both found it. So it's over here, it's different because it may not be that they're for sure lying. Fine. So you're right. Our Mishnah could fit with Benanas. Next. But what about a different Mishnah that's uh, Sumkas? Our Mishnah doesn't sound like Sumkas. He says when you have money that you're in doubt, you just split it. And over here, we don't just split it. We make them go to Basin and swear. So that doesn't sound like Sumkas Alamai, the Gemara says, well, who's the other opinion over there? That's the Rabbanan. The rabbi said, if you want to take it away, you need to bring a proof. Hi, my. How does that, how could, so now, again, there's an argument over there between Sumkas and the Rabbanan. And the question is, uh, does that fit? Over there, that was a case, uh, by the way, it was in Baba Kama, it wasn't, um, it was a little while ago, where an ox gores a cow, and uh, you find uh, the cow was pregnant, and you find the miscarriage on the side. And so the one claims that the ox was pregnant when it was gored, and so you got to pay me for the miscarriage. The other one said, no, it lost the baby before it was gored. So the, over there, it was a question of, 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 do you split it, or do you have to swear? So over there... Um, Sumka says that you can divide it without an oath. And the Rabbanan say, well, if you want to collect from the owner of the, of the ox, then you've got to bring proof. So, hi, my, how's it going? Over there, nobody's holding on to the money. Then you've got to bring a proof uh, over here where each one is actually holding on it. Maybe you can divide it without an oath. But if you want to say, so... Um, I'm sorry, Palaglei Bishvua. You can divide it over here where there may be the, in the Rabbanan over there who say that uh, one can't force the other. That's because they're not holding on to it. In our case, where they're holding on to it, so it's totally different. El, Sumkas, but if you want to say it goes like Sumkas, my hostimilo tofsi trevayo. Over there where neither one is holding on to it and they still split it without swearing, over here where they both have it, why don't you, certainly Sumkas would seem to say that you just give it to the two even without an oath. So our Mishnah that makes them swear, Sumkas seems to give it to you uh, easily, without swearing. Our Mishnah doesn't seem to fit with Sumkas. says, that's no problem. You, you could diff- explain a few tamas Sumkas, even Sumkas could agree with our Mishnah. Ki Omar Sumkas, where did Sumkas say where they split it over there without an oath, that's because neither one is sure. Maybe it was pregnant when it was gored, maybe it wasn't. Avobori vibori over here, where each one is claiming something for sure, maybe even Sumkas would, if you're saying for sure, you should be able to swear to it. So maybe Sumkas would agree. The bottom line is, our case is, is different than the Bananas case and the Sumkas case. So it could easily fit in, not easily, but with a little bit of juggling, we can understand how those opinions fit in with our opinions. Omar, Ula Rava Barhuna, but what about Rava Barhuna, Omar Sumkas, Bori Bori, that says that Sumkas would argue that they can split it in, without an oath, even when they're both for sure. What are you going to say? So according to Rava Barhuna, the way he learned Sumkas, would you say our mission doesn't fit in? 
So Mora says, uh, No, I can even work out Sumkus. When did Sumkus say uh, that uh, that's in a case over there where somebody's going to lose money? There's definitely a loser over there. There's, there's a dead baby and there's a gourd ox. So Sumkus over there, Avo Heka de Leka Drordemon, but over in a case where, so, um, the 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 uh, the passions are somebody's going to have to pay for that damage over there. So there he doesn't require an oath. But in a case where there's no loss of money, and it's easier for persons to make claims, maybe you got to swear low. So the Morris says, but I don't understand that. Wouldn't you make the argument the other way? my Lamar, either either the owner of the ox is going to lose, or the owner of the predator cow is going to lose. And one of them is telling the truth, and the other one, uh, it's either all one or all the other. And Sumka says, They can divide it without an oath. Over here, where there may not be a loss of money, they both maybe belongs to both of them. So wouldn't Sumka say for sure over here, you don't need the oath? So what's going on here with the oath? So the way we're, right now we're in the middle of a question, of course, and the question has to do with the opinion of Sumkas that you can just give each party the uh, what they're claiming or, or part of their claim, and he doesn't make them swear, doesn't seem to be consistent with our case where there's an oath. So the question that our Gemara is going to have to answer on Shabbos is, wh- where did this oath come from? If we're really like Sumchus, Sumchus doesn't just, you can't just make somebody swear. Where did our Mishnah get that, that they both got to swear? And we'll find out tomorrow. Have a great Shabbos, everyone. It looks, it looks like this case.